Hi there, and welcome to the Law of Living Well podcast, your place to learn how to show up as your best self so that you can succeed at home, in business, and in life. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and as a business owner, lawyer, author, and mum, I understand the challenges that come with making yourself a priority. In this podcast, I share my self-care strategies for well-being and success. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to another podcast and another episode of The Law of Living Well. I'm so excited that you are here. My name is Carolee Fontanelli, and I am your host today. Today, you have just got me. We are talking about perfectionism and how it can ruin your life. (laughs) Um, Anyway, before we get stuck into that, um, I wanted to say thank you so much for everyone who's been leaving reviews on um, the podcast. It is so awesome and amazing when I'm recording these podcasts. I'm here sitting in this room by myself, speaking into a microphone by myself, and you don't really think that people are listening. But when you actually get a review, it's amazing because you realize there are people out there and they are listening and um, it's resonating with them. So I just want to say thank you so much. And it's so awesome when um, people do take the time to leave a review. That just reminds me, actually, this week we had a client leave a review for one of our lawyers in the office. And it is so immensely amazing what happens when you leave a review for someone they are bolstered up their confidence is given a boost they feel appreciated and it's really an incredible thing to do for someone if you really want to make someone's day uh, and they've given you good service or they've helped you out with something the best thing you can do is hop on to their podcast or their business, their Google page, their Facebook page, whatever it might be, and leave them a review or just send them a quick email and say thank you and how much you've appreciated them. It's the tiniest thing that you can do that really doesn't cost anything. And when I got that review this week for one of my team members, it really reminded me about how important it is to pay that back and uh, if you appreciate people to let them know by doing little things like that. So I went and left a review for someone straight away that I had appreciated that week. So thank you so much for everyone who's leaving reviews on my podcast. It really does mean a lot. It literally makes your day. I just logged on to have another look and I wanted to read one out to you from Fran0259. Not sure who Fran is, but thank you, Fran, so much for leaving five stars for me. And what Fran said is just what I needed Thank you so much, Carolee. This is exactly what I need to hear at the moment. I've let myself get into a bit of a rut and I'm finding your podcast so helpful in reshaping my life. You're an inspiration. Thank you so much, Fran. That honestly just makes my day. It makes it so worthwhile when I know that I'm impacting people positively and helping them to live their lives well and in a better way and hopefully like reshaping your mindset and the way that you're thinking about things. Um, That's the purpose of this podcast. So if it helps um, out, it's just amazing. So again, I appreciate everyone who's on here listening. And if you have enjoyed the podcast today, if you're a new listener or an old listener and would love to leave me a review, that would be amazing and it would make my day. So thank you so much. Now, let's get stuck into it. So today, um, I'm talking about perfectionism. And the reason I'm talking about that is because last week, we talked about 
what it takes to be an unstoppable woman. Because I know everyone here listening, you're all unstoppable. That's why you're listening to this podcast, because you want to live a better life. And I've created a Facebook group for you all. It's a free Facebook group. You just need to Google uh, or go into Facebook and Google, or not Google, because you're in Facebook, but search for Unstoppable Women with Lee, and you'll find the Facebook group and you are welcome to join. It doesn't matter what time of your life you're in, whether you're in business or whether you're working, whether you're an at-home mom, whatever you are, if you feel like you're unstoppable or you'd like to be unstoppable, the group is for you. So we're talking a lot of, about a lot of things in there and supporting each other, which is so amazing. But one of the things that I ask everyone as they come into the group is what makes you unstoppable? And there's they answer their question as to what they think makes them unstoppable. And last week on the podcast, I collated all of that and created a podcast about what it is to be unstoppable. Now, one of the things that came up in the podcast last week, if you listened to it last week, is about perfectionism. And so I really wanted to dig a little bit deeper around this topic this week because perfectionism is something that really does hold you back in your life. And so I'm talking today about letting go of perfectionism so that you can excel in your life. And it's so important that we don't hold on to perfectionism as a badge of honor because that's what we do, especially as women. We hold on to it as a badge of honor, but it's not a badge of honor if it holds you back from creating the life that you really want to live. Now, pushing yourself to be perfect, it's not only unrealistic, let's face it, no one's perfect and nothing's perfect. It's also really unhealthy. And you know how much I love talking about balance and staying healthy in mind and body and perfectionism is one of those things. So today on the podcast, I'm going to be talking about the ways that um, we can feel more content in our lives and live well by allowing things not to be perfect. Now, as you all know, I'm a lawyer and I run a really busy law practice. I've got quite a large team of 14 and um, they're all lawyers And perfectionism is something that I have to deal with on a daily basis. And that's not from me, that's because of my team, because I typically don't struggle with perfectionism. It's not a trait for me um, that I really struggle with, but it is a trait in the field that I work in, because many lawyers struggle with perfectionism. And many women struggle with perfectionism. It doesn't matter what area of life you are in. But I work with a bunch of lawyers and I tell you, the majority of them really do struggle with perfectionist traits. I guess it's because they're mostly high achievers and academic types. And um, when you start practicing law, you're dealing with risk. And the general public's perception is that they have very high expectations on you if you're a lawyer even down to a typo or a spelling error or, God forbid, getting someone's name wrong on a document or something like that or even just the correspondence is, like, detrimental in their eyes. Um, But generally speaking, it is in a lawyer's blood to strive for perfectionism and I have a team of lawyers who definitely fit into this category, which is amazing because they do incredible work, but it's also something that holds them back and holds people back in general. But no matter what you do in life, 
um, because our society applauds high standards of excellence everywhere we go, from whether you're just opening up your social media or or walking down the street or whatever it might be that you do. As a culture, we've become more and more invested in perfectionism. But perfectionism can prevent us, no matter what walk of life you're in, it can hold us back from living our best lives, moving forward and achieving what we want in life. It can prevent us from accepting ourselves as we are and loving the bodies that we have and where we live or finding a loving relationship. If we are seeking perfectionism in any area of our life, you know, right, that it doesn't actually exist and we can't hold ourselves to that, you know, and the whole body image. I mean, that's an entirely different conversation when it comes to perfectionism, but, you know, you're scrolling on Instagram and you're seeing perfect all the time and that is not life. You know, (laughs) when you see these girls that are, One day we were, this is a bit of a segue, but I was walking down Noosa National Park early in the morning, like six o'clock in the morning. It was actually last year at a law conference. Me and one of the girls got up early and we walked down to Noosa National Park at like six o'clock in the morning. And as we're walking down there, like halfway down, uh, there were these girls and they were Instagramming, like clearly doing all these Instagram photos. They were down there for like an hour doing these perfect Instagram photos. Oh, dear. I mean, that's what we see, but we don't see all the in-between shots. So anyway, that's a whole nother story. Let me get on track again as to why perfectionism can hold us back. Well, for starters, your perfectionism is keeping you from being perfect. Before I go any further, I did do a little bit of research about what exactly perfectionism is or it isn't, and I had to turn to one of my favorite researchers. I love this lady, Brené Brown. If you follow me on Instagram or you know me in my law practice, you'll know that I have Brené Brown quotes all over the place. Anyway, what does Brené Brown say about perfectionism? This is directly from her book, Overcoming Perfectionism, where she explains what it is. So let me walk you through that. So what is perfectionism? So firstly, perfectionism is a self-destructive and addictive belief system that fuels this primary thought. If I look perfect and do everything perfectly, I can avoid or minimize the painful feelings of blame, judgment, and shame. Wow, that is pretty powerful. Number two, she says, perfectionism is an unobtainable goal. It's more about perception than internal motivation, and there is no way of controlling perception no matter how much time and energy is spent trying. That's so true. Number three, she says, perfectionism is addictive because we invariably experience shame, judgment, and blame, we often believe it's because we weren't perfect enough. Rather than questioning the faulty logic of perfectionism, we become even more entrenched in our quest to look and do everything just right. Wow. And number four, perfectionism actually sets us up to feel shame, judgment, and blame which leads to more shame, judgment, and blame. It's my fault. 
I'm feeling this way because I'm not good enough, etc., etc. Well, Brene, that stuff is super powerful. Like that is amazing. Now, then she goes on in the book to talk about or describe what perfectionism is not. So I'll walk you through those things. So Brené Brown says that perfectionism is not striving for excellence. It's not about healthy achievement and growth. Perfectionism is a defensive move. She says it's not the self-protection we think it is. It's a 20-ton shield that we lug around thinking it will protect us when in fact it's the thing that's really preventing us from being seen. Thirdly, she says that perfectionism is not self-improvement. Perfectionism is at at its core about trying to earn approval. Early praise for achievement and performance has become a dangerous and debilitating belief system such as I am what I accomplish and how well I accomplish it, please perform, perfect and prove. Fourthly, Brene says perfectionism is not the key to success. In fact, research shows perfectionism hampers achievement and is correlated with depression, anxiety, addiction and life paralysis and missed opportunities. The fear of failing, making mistakes, not meeting people's expectations and being criticized keeps us outside the arena where healthy competition and striving actually unfolds. That is crazy powerful. I love that so much. Let me just say all of that again because that one really resonates with me. Perfectionism is not the key to success. In fact, Research shows that perfectionism hampers achievement and is is correlated with depression, anxiety, addiction, and life paralysis or missed opportunities. The fear of failing, making mistakes, not meeting people's expectations, and being criticized keeps us outside of the arena where healthy competition and striving unfolds. Wow. And lastly, she says, perfectionism is not a way to avoid shame. Perfectionism is a function of shame. That is like all absolutely incredible. And this is why I love Brené Brown and this is why the whole world loves her because her research is just incredible. So trying to be perfect in every way actually makes us less perfect And not only that, but it prevents us from living well. And it holds us back. It totally holds us back. I look at the things that I've done in my life and where I'm less perfect is where I seem to achieve more. When I'm trying to be perfect and I stop putting my things out into the world. So, for example, with this podcast, you know, um, I could spend hours and hours doing this podcast, but I don't. I just whip it out. I don't re-listen to it. There are mistakes in here. I do jump over my words and things like that, say things like jump over my words when I should say things like get stuck on my words. (laughs) But, you know, it's not perfect. You're still listening. I'm still making an impact, I hope, on your life. And it's about getting it out here, out there. I don't have all day to keep going back and turning it on and off and re-recording if I'm not happy with it. 
because I feel like I'm making mistakes. And it's just a conversation. So um, it's better that it just gets out there, right? And so that's how I try and see things more and more and more now. And I really want to help you to make that sort of sort of connection today where you can overcome this perfectionism and try and pull back on it a little bit and just be a little less perfect and stop being held back by it. So let's talk about now some of the things that we can do to stop us from being held back by perfectionism and allowing ourselves to just be a little imperfect and create the life that we want to create. So the first thing about being perfect is that it's bloody exhausting trying to be perfect and it's stressful. Perfectionism leads to the risks of physical and mental health issues. It's physically exhausting. We can get burnout and that's really common with perfectionists. Breno Brown cites that it can lead to depression and anxiety. And when you're stressed because you are struggling to be perfect, it can lead to self-medicating, which leads to further issues as well. I see, because I work with so many perfectionists, as I said earlier, and we're in this industry where there's this, you've got to be upheld to be perfect all the time. You know, some of my lawyers, I really have to keep them in check and say, you know, come on like that. It's good enough like that. Or, you know, you can't keep revisiting this situation or that. You need to spend some time with your family and have a have a break. Doing more doesn't mean that it's going to be more perfect. Staying later doesn't make you better at your job. So we really do have to keep that in check. Doing it all yourself does not make you better at your work either or a better um, mum or a better um, wife. We need to sometimes hand things over. So that brings me on to my next thing. Perfectionists do find it hard to delegate. You can't possibly do everything. It takes a village or a team to build a business, to have a family. And to be able to build your team, say in your business, you need to be able to let go and let others help you and allow your team members to step up. The reason that my business has been so successful and has grown so much is because I've empowered other people to do their work. And this is sometimes scary because you think that I'm the only one that can do it as a business owner. I'm the only one who can do it the way I want to do it. Or we tend to get this feeling of, I might as well just do it myself because I'll just get it done quickly and then I don't have to explain it all. But then that keeps you trapped and never being able to delegate anything. And then that means that you are not able to scale your business in any way. To be able to impact more people, you need to have a great team. And you need to train that team and you need to trust them and you need to allow them to be imperfect and you need to allow them to make mistakes and do things the way that you wouldn't necessarily do them. If I had been trapped in perfectionism, I would not have been able to grow my, grow my business to what it is now, which would mean that I'm the only lawyer here doing all of the work serving all the clients because I want to serve them this perfect way that only I can do it. That's just really 
would have kept me trapped in my business doing all of the things. So in the last year, I hired a team leader for my team, which was a really big deal because I've been the boss and I've been um, leading the team and doing all of that my way. And I hired one of my senior lawyers to take over and uh, manage the team. And that is really scary because it has meant that I have to allow her to manage the team her way. And I do it in a way where, you know, we're consulting and things like that, but I have to trust her and allow her to make decisions and allow her to make mistakes so that she can learn to be a great leader of the team. The truth is, is that most people actually really want to do a good job in your business or whatever it is that you have them do, whether it's your kids around the house, they want to do a great job, but it's not going to be exactly how we think. And this is the same with parenting. And I see this a lot with parenting, separated parents as a divorce lawyer, you know, a mum parents differently from a dad, um, a parents differently from B. We're all different and we all have different expectations. It doesn't mean we don't love our kids the same. Of course we do. It's just that we do things differently and it's not perfect the way you think it should be done. And I see these traits in so many business owners and women um, and unstoppable women. One of the ways that we can be unstoppable is by delegating and allowing others to help us out and doing things like for us. We cannot scale our business or our lives if we are run ragged. We must find a way to let go. And guess what, ladies? You are not the only person who can do it. And I've had these conversations with some of my lawyer friends who are owning their own businesses just like I do, but they can't seem to let go of the work that they do. And they are exhausted. Because not only are they running a business and growing a team, but they're also doing all the work as well and working late and all of that kind of thing. And you're not living your best life when you're doing that. You've got to, at some point, let go and and let go of the perfectionism of it being done exactly the way that you would do it. So another thing is, is that this is something that I have actually um, suffered from before and that is being paralyzed by perfectionism. So Brené Brené Brown says that perfectionism can ensure that we miss out on opportunities because we're too afraid to put anything out in the world that might be imperfect. Is this you? (laughs) What are you sitting on right now that you are afraid to put out because it's not perfect? It could be a website that you've got ready to go, a business idea ready to go, a post that you want to share on your socials to get out there. If you're a perfectionist and you don't want to make mistakes or you just risk failing or disappointing anyone, this can really, really hold you back. There's also a fear of judgment in there as well. I've fallen into this trap before. I created a divorce, an online divorce solution for people going through a divorce. There's like 70% of people that go through a divorce that don't retain a lawyer. So there's 70% of people out there who are relying on the neighbor next door, Bill, who went through a divorce, or relying on Google for their legal advice. And so I created an online course uh, for them so that they can walk through the steps 
without retaining a lawyer and hopefully resolve their matter themselves. I sat on this product on the, because I was so scared of not so much of it being perfect, so scared of judgment that I didn't put it out into the world. And when you do that, how many people are not able to be impacted by you, by your amazing product or your website or your post or you just being out in the world? So it prevent it can prevent us this paralysis. So don't do that. Don't do that. If you're sitting on anything, I want you to go away from this podcast and go and put it out in the world so you can start making your impact and start being the unstoppable that you are. The other thing that perfectionism does is it steals our authenticity. It steals it away from us. If you are a perfectionist, you may be holding yourself back from showing up in the world as your amazing authentic self because you're so worried about not being perfect. Because guess what? If you show up in the world as your authentic self, the world is going to get to see that you're not perfect. It's true. But we want to see your imperfections. We want to see your authenticity. We don't want to see or be around people who appear like they're perfect all the time. So be authentically you. And the thing is, is that we can't control other people's perceptions of us. So perfectionism is its kind of about trying to control the way that other people perceive us, but we can't control it anyway. So it's just unobtainable. So there's no point trying to please everybody. Just do you and be you. We want to be around people who are authentic and authentically you. And that brings me to the next point, which is, perfectionism is a form of people-pleasing. Are you a people-pleaser? Because it's really hard work being a people-pleaser. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Brené Brown points out that perfectionism at its core is about trying to earn approval and acceptance and that most perfectionists were raised by being praised for achievement and performance. And, I mean, we all do that to our children and things, don't we? praise them for their performance, but somewhere along the way, we adopt this dangerous and debilitating belief system. I am what I accomplish and how well I accomplish it. The truth is, is that you're never going to please everybody. You can try, but you will fail at that. And I've learned that over the years with my team. When I started my business, I started as a team of one or two and now I have a team of 14. And when you're smaller, you can try and please everyone and you can pretty much do well at that. But then when you get a bigger team, there is absolutely no way you can please everyone. The times that I have gone out of my way to do that, honestly, just leads me to pain and regret in the end. Because nothing is perfect. There is no perfect solution that is going to suit everybody. And we have to accept this about life. This is just life in general. Like when you're at home and you're, you've got three kids and you're cooking something for them for breakfast and they all want something different. As a mum that just rag, runs you ragged, don't give them that choice. Just make what you're making and they have to eat it or not eat it. You know, we've got to try and do things to simplify our lives, to make it easier on ourselves and the people-pleasing is exhausting. 
It's so exhausting and then it leaves no fuel in your own tank. So don't go trying to please everyone. In the end, you're going to be exhausted, both physically and emotionally, and it's just not good for you. The other thing that perfectionism can do is it can lead to procrastination. It can definitely lead to procrastination. Now, I think procrastination is going to be another podcast for me because we all suffer from it, but perfectionists definitely suffer from procrastination. How many times have you used the excuse that it's not finished yet and you've relied on that fact because in your heart you know it's never going to be finished, aka perfect. So you use it as a tool to procrastinate. You find yourself endlessly refining over the same territory and going over and over rather than including and introducing anything new and moving forward. This is all because it's not perfect. So don't let perfectionism hold you back and stop you from moving forward. Don't allow it to help you in your procrastination. And that goes back to the things like, you know, if you're sitting on a product or an idea or something out there that you want to put out in the world, um, but, you know, you, you don't because it's not perfect. I've just recently joined in a group of what some of my amazing and clever uh, business friends who are all accountants and HR specialists and lawyers. And we've created this hub called Conversations to Connect. And it's mostly all business stuff around running businesses and tax and legal issues and all of that kind of thing. Anyway, we've created this website, Conversations to Connect. So you can go and check that out if you're in business. Um, And one of the girls, like they'd been sitting on it for like weeks and I said to them that because they wanted to tweak this and wanted to tweak that. And like to me, it looked beautiful and perfect the way that it was. And I was just like, just put it out in the world. Otherwise, we're, you know, you can sit on something for like months and then the time passes. And a lot of the conversation at the time that we were having was around COVID-19. You know, it's going to be irrelevant if you sit on it too long. Just get it out there. Anyway, living um, by perfectionism can make it difficult for people to relate to you as well. This is like absolutely true. And um, in Brené's book, she calls perfectionism a shield. It's like a shield that we put up to protect ourselves. But you know what? Like it is near impossible to like or trust someone if you can't even relate to them as a human being. The more relatable you are, the more you are liked and the more that people trust you. So does your perfectionist traits hold you back in this sense? Go on, I dare you to go onto Instagram and just put something out there without thinking twice about it. Hop on there on an unfiltered Sunday morning and put a selfie of yourself out on Instagram. How many times do you see the perfect Instagram feeds and it actually puts people off because it's not relatable? So that really comes back to what we were talking about before, which is about being authentically you. So by being authentically you, it makes you more relatable and people are drawn to you if you are relatable. I know for me, I would hate to not be relatable um, or someone, you know, I wouldn't want to look like I was so perfect that people didn't want to approach me. And sometimes, you know, we run the risk of doing that. But it's really important that we 
try and take down those shields and be a little bit vulnerable so that we can show the world who we really are, which helps us to be relatable because we're just all human and we all have um, feelings and issues and we all get sad and we all have times of struggle and we all go through things that are really, really tough or embarrassing or whatever it might be. And it's really important to share some of those things so that you can help others and so that you can be relatable. So if this has resonated with you, this whole thing about perfectionism and if it's holding you back, um, what can we do about it? Well, one of the things that we can do about it is you can cut yourself some slack. And of course, if you are a perfectionist, self-compassion, my friend, is not going to be easy for you because beating yourself up and playing mental gymnastics is part of what being a perfectionist is all about. So how I try and practice self-compassion is I have a conversation with myself about Is this advice that I'm giving myself, beating myself up, feeling guilty, feeling ashamed, all of that kind of thing, is this the same kind of understanding that I would give my daughter, my mother, my sister if I had one, or my friends? Is this what I would be doing for them? Them, If they made a mistake in life, how would I treat them? So I really try and turn it around and focus on that. What kind of advice would I give my my daughter or my sister? Would I give them a hug or would I beat them up? And I think we really need to focus on how we treat ourselves and those, you know, messages that we give ourselves, the thoughts that we hold on to and the conversations and self-beliefs that we have. It all comes back to this. So if you can find space for yourself and let go a little and know that life is not perfect and neither are you, your world is going to feel much less heavy and things are going to flow more freely and you're going to be able to achieve more in your life. Truly, truly you are. And you're going to be able to be happier and a better version of yourself. And you're going to be able to live well. So I hope that you've really enjoyed today's podcast. I've definitely enjoyed this topic. It's really fascinating and I really love Brené Brown. She is amazing. If you have not seen her um, on stage, Google her. I mean, I'm sure you've seen her. Everyone has. But if you haven't, she's on Netflix. Um, the Call to Courage is amazing. Go and watch that. It's a it's an incredible um, little documentary on not Netflix. It's not really a documentary. It's more like her standing on stage giving a speech. But it's just amazing. I've watched it twice, and I'd love to watch it again. And if you would love to join me um, over in my free Facebook group, Unstoppable Women, please do that. It's so much fun over there. Um, There's heaps of interaction and heaps of incredible women over there. So please come and join us. That would be amazing. And if you really enjoyed the podcast, leave me a review. You just have to go to um, iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're tuning in from, and just leave a star rating. And you can also leave me a little message and I'll read it out next week. So have a really wonderful week, everyone. And um, I would love to hear from you. Bye for now.